Hey guys, welcome to Brews and Booze, the podcast where we drink and talk about ghosts. I am one of your hosts, Anastasia Washington, and here with me is Ashley Trobe. And today we're is our first episode, so we're going to talk a, a little intro about uh, why we like ghosts and why we like beers. Um, and each week we are going to be trying a different beer, and this week um, Ashley picked a great beer that is, um, well, tell a little bit about it. You are our beer specialist. Come on. A Cicerone, if you will. A Cicerone? Cicerone. Okay. Um, I'm actually really excited for this beer. One of the big things that actually was uh, it came about today was a Comic-Con badge came through, and so it made me think about HopCon. HopCon is an event that happens at the Comic-Con International at San Diego every year. And they always come out with these really unique beers. So I have a 2014 Chocavesa from Stone. It's a mocha stout, and it is brewed with cocoa, coffee, peppers, vanilla, cinnamon, and nutmeg. So it's been aged for a bit, and I think it would be a really good introduction beer for the show. I think uh, I went with the Stone this time because it just felt like the right time to talk about it. It felt right. I mean, it is one of the places we bump into each other. It is. HopCon. We, we actually, uh, <laughs> we bumped into each other at HopCon last year, really randomly. Yeah. Rando. Random. Okay, let's, let's taste it. All right, cheers. Cheers. Salasha. Oh, that's good. It's, oh, um, I, I don't like coffee, but this is good. <laughs> oh, no. No, I don't. I don't like coffee, but this is really... It doesn't taste like coffee. It doesn't taste like coffee. It it, it tastes like if if chocolate milk had had a baby with coffee. Yeah, like there's like like a richness about it. And then I mean I can I can I can sense the coffee. (laughs) Listen, she's really excited. (laughs) Um right into that. and I like that like cinnamony like aftertaste that kind of lingers. Yeah. You'll get the pepper in a little bit too. That pepper Mm. it takes a second. You'll start to feel it like, towards your throat, and that's when it's going to kick in. And it is so good. It might not be for a while. You're mm. going to feel it maybe halfway through the beer. Oh, I'm, I'm excited for the pepper in my throat. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it's awesome. It's, it's a really good beer. I'm really happy. And uh, they come out with it every year. So this is a 2014, and it is now, what, 2018? Wow, yeah. So I've had this one for a while, so... Cheers to that. Cheers to that. So that's what we're drinking and sipping on today. While we um, we introduce ourselves in the world of Ghost. Well, I'm introducing myself in the world of Ghost. Uh, Ashley doesn't really need to introduce herself in the world of Ghost because she's made quite a name for herself in the Ghost world. Um, but discuss your like uh, discuss a little bit about your history with Ghost hunting. My history with Ghost hunting. Um. Ooh. It, it started, I mean, I grew up in Pennsylvania, and so I lived in a very old part of the country, and there are a lot of hauntings that happened there, and it was just my luck that we were living in a haunted house. And for me as a kid, I, I would see things, feel things, hear things, and I would tell kids about it at school, and they would tell me I was crazy. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, this very obviously happened. And for years, I didn't understand until my mom... Uh, her being a believer, uh, began to explain to me the things that I was dealing with. And there was just a bunch of, you know, hauntings in the home, and it was really cool. And we got to move around a lot when I was growing up, and my mother always has this weird knack or gift, if you will, <laughs> for picking the most haunted location to live in. 
Ooh, she should just pick uh, locations for her episodes. That would be great. <laughs> she wouldn't anymore. She has since turned to God, and I'm uh, not sure how she would go about that. Oh. Although I do believe that, uh, partially to believe in the spiritual world, you have to believe in God. So not quite Absolutely, sure yeah. when we'll go into that, but that's a whole thing. Well, I, yeah. Well, yeah, we should go it's into a, it's it. A I, was like, I was like, what's like, it's There's a, a lot we can talk yeah, about yeah. with it, and I think we could save that for another episode. But, um, yeah, it started with that. I watched a lot of Ghost Hunters. I was really obsessed with the show. And I would lay in bed at night and just literally dream. I would play out in my head just these scenarios where I'd be on the road with them. And scenarios where I'd get to be friends with Steve and everybody. And I just had this whole idea in my head. So when I moved out to California, which is where I'm like technically actually from, I met... Uh, the girl who would become my best friend. And she was like, oh, you're into ghost hunting. You should join my team. All right, cool. That sounds fun. So I did. I joined it. And we became decently decently well-known names in the paranormal community. And just years of her and I doing these events and just enjoying ourselves, essentially, I was contacted by ghost hunters. And that was kind of a dream come true. And I got to join the team and work with them for a while. And Came awesome. back out to California after that and continued to work with the TAPS team. And that's what I'm doing now. And yeah, it's been it's been a 10-year adventure so far. But uh, every day, it's still, there's nothing boring about it. It's still an adventure. So that's how I began. And how did you begin? Well you, know, <laughs> well, you know, I'm not as fancy as you. Uh, I was just always kind of a spooky kid. I always kind of saw things and felt things and my mom was always very supportive of it um even though I probably freaked her out a lot you know um don't we all as kids yeah um because you know I would see things uh like I had a a thing with my grandmother uh after she had passed um and I so I just had all these different um events happen and different little things happen that were creepy and weird and when I grew up and was like a teenager, I found out that they actually had schools for paranormal, or not schools, but they had classes. And so I wrote into uh, the Paranormal Psychology of America. Please tell me, did you the one in Ventura? <laughs> no, I did a, I did a course uh, through the mail <laughs> and became certified um, for uh, ghost hunting and uh, aliens. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> believe in lager. That's what it says. It's a beer and alien shirt. And I do believe in lager. Um, so, yeah, I got a little certification. And then I had this dream when I was, uh, when I was like, a teenager to uh, actually go to Amsterdam where they actually do have a college course in uh, paranormal research. And everyone just like kind of laughed at me and they're like, you can't, you just, that's just so ridiculous. You cannot get into this that much. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> but it's, I'll just become an actress. <laughs> well, you know, I was still, I was always acting. So it was always like a little side project for me. Um, but any chance I get, I go, if, if they say there's a haunting, I'm like, yeah, let's go, let's do it. And, um, yeah, that's just kind of basically, my ghost hunting background. It's funny that you mentioned the course because when I met, you know, like I said, the girl who would be my best friend and who invited me to go paranormal investigating with her, she was enrolled in a course in Ventura. (laughs) 
And so that cool. is that is how she got her start. And so that's a big part of the reason, even though I never went to the course, it's a huge part of the reason why we're here today and why we got to do all these crazy things. It's weird. It's that butterfly effect where something yeah. that someone else did down the road just eventually put me where I am. And so it's just, they have courses for it. It's not... Yeah. That much of a shock if you're into the paranormal. I mean, I took I took the alien course. I took the cryptid course. Like, I, I was so into it. And I'm always, like, as a content producer, I'm always coming up with crazy ideas about, like, how I can incorporate ghosts into the fact that I, you know, I'm an actor and I produce content. Like, what can I do to, like, put ghosts and fun together? Because, you know, we had a lot of fun, like, the one time that we went ghost hunting. I feel oh, yeah. like Can we say where that was. Or oh, I I think so. I don't, I don't. We got to go to the Mystic Museum, which was really fun. That was a lot of fun to do. That Not was really that fun. Yeah. We didn't investigate in the museum. There wasn't anything to investigate, but there was a big meet and greet. We got to meet a lot of people, and then we actually went somewhere in the nearby area um, to investigate a local business that was said to be haunted. Yeah, it's a. Um, I don't remember the exact name, and I can definitely. Um, in later episodes, research that and uh, get their permission to share that. Um, but it, it was a, um, a vintage store in Burbank that kind of specializes in specialty items and specialty items as in items that are said to be of haunted or from uh, various like paranormal origins. Um, it was a creepy place, which was fun. <laughs> I mean, I think we went into like one room and there was like a huge like wasn't it a it was doctor, like a dentist? dentist? Yeah, it was like yeah, a doctor. Like, or, I think dental. Yeah, chair and. Um, Do doctors' offices have like regular chairs? <laughs> they have that bed that you. They have in. that bed, and then when you like go into like old, like older vintage, like medical facilities, like it's definitely like creepier. Like the chair, the 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 bed is is definitely creepier. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, so they had all these like like you know items and stuff like that, and there was definitely like a male presence there for sure. That oh, we, definitely yeah, um, and he was kind of, he kind of liked us because he would only like react when we were in there, and the guys would come in and they'd be like, "What, what, what, what happened?" And, and then the, right. and the guy would just like freaking leave. <laughs> I forgot, and it, but but whenever the males would leave the room, we would start getting activity again. Yeah, and as soon as they would come in, it would stop. Yeah, so that's right. I forgot that that had happened because it was just you and I. We had a, a girl or two would come in once in a while, but yeah. for the most part, you and I wandered off on our own. Yeah. It makes sense because that's what we do. <laughs> um, and at one point, he moved my purse, like oh, yeah. pretty. I mean, like it was very noticeable that he was just like flipping around my purse and moving it. Um, so that was kind of cool. That was the only time we've actually gone ghost hunting. It's not going to be the last because of this show. We are definitely going to be doing some. Well, ghost hunting together. Ghost hunting together. Say. Yes, ghost yeah. hunting together. Yeah. Because we both had our own fun things. On That's our own. true, for sure. But that was our first time ghost hunting together. And uh, we, we, wanna, we want to uh, plan some um, cool meet and greets and, and ghost hunting things in the future. Um, but that's kind of where we're at. Um, was there a ghost story that really got you into it, do you think? Or, the or thing is, that really got me going? Like, yeah. for paranormal? Yeah. I think the worst one, the thing that really I was just like, okay, this is real. There's no way this is in my mind. Um, this is what I, I'm going to be into. Was this old house that we lived in in Washington. There was a guy who had killed himself in our home. 
and my mom knew him. I guess my family knew him. I, I wow. couldn't give you all the details because it's just really, it was tragic for, for my family. Um, but I saw him as a kid. And I, when I say I saw him, I mean, I saw him after he had passed away very, very vividly. And I remember running to my mom crying because it felt very aggressive. And I remember call, crawling into my bed with my mother and just freaking out. And I was telling her what it was. And she just didn't want to talk about it because she knew who it was. Mm-hmm. And it was it was this whole thing. And it was a very emotional experience, I think, especially for her. And definitely, I mean, I was a child, so I didn't know what was wrong. I didn't know why my mom was upset by what I'd seen. But I remember, like, the experiences of seeing him, feeling him, and just everything that happened around me. And I just knew that everything that kids were telling me wasn't real. I knew it was. And that's kind of what really pushed me into the world of it. I had, you know, weird things here and there. Um, but the thing that, like, as an adult, I was like, yeah, maybe, I guess, no, I wasn't an adult. I was a teenager. <laughs> the thing as a teenager where I was like, I'm going to make this into a career and it's going to be awesome was we were living in a trailer in Washington, just a little Bodunk trailer. And the woman who was living there was our neighbor before we lived next door. And she passed away in the house. And it's really shitty sounding, but we moved into that trailer because it was dirt cheap (laughs) after that. So we moved in. We were poor. We were white trash, whatever. So we moved in, and we would have things happen constantly. Um, Literally, one of the experiences was if I left my bedroom, and that's the room that she passed away in. Um, if I would walk out nice of the room, nice pick there. <laughs> it's a good one. You're like, this room is great. It was the smallest room. <laughs> My mother picked the big one. Um, if I would be getting ready for school, I would walk out of the room. The door would slam shut behind me. Now this was Washington, so it's freezing there during the winter. So there was no airflow in a trailer because what we do is we would take. It's kind of like Saran wrap. And what you do is you you stick the saran wrap to the outer edges of the windows and you heat it with a heat gun and it suctions air in and it keeps your house insulated. So there is no airflow in those things. And my door would slam shut behind me. And I remember one time it slammed shut and very audibly locked behind me and I could not get into my bedroom and I was locked out. Oh my God. And I was freaking out telling my mom and she was just like, you need to knock it off talking to the spirit that we had, um, unfortunately, I don't remember her name, and the door would unlock. <laughs> Just weird stuff. And That's I think so creepy. I, we had cats at the time, and the cats would follow her around the house, like very, very visibly be following someone. All three of them together would walk around the house and follow her. And um, yeah, we had so many experiences there. And the one where I was get, I was getting ready to move out to move back to California, and I was sitting at a table at a diner like dinner table and it's a trailer so you can see all the way across and my mom was sitting in the living room probably a good 20 feet away and we're just talking about the fact that the spirit is there we've talked to her about her before we try to be as polite to her as possible because it's it's not her fault that she's doing these things like she's just she needs an activity she's, she's probably bored as heck yeah and as i'm talking about her A giant gust of hot air hits me in the face so hard that my hair, I guess, like, flipped back. And my mom's face went white. And she was just like, did you feel that? What was that? Did you feel it right now? And I was like, did you see it? And we just 
both collectively freaked out. And I was like, well, I'm moving out. Good luck, Mom. Like, I'm going to go become a ghost hunter. I'm going to go do this as a profession, and you're going to have to live here alone. Sorry. Oh, my God. That's that's, crazy. That was one of the really fun ones. She's always a very fun, active story I get to tell, because... She was just so hyper aware of what was happening. I think the the most fun story happened to me recently. And it's not really a long story or anything like that, but my dad passed away about eight years ago. And uh, the anniversary of his death is in April. And around April, uh, in April, I was sitting in my love sack, which I love. If you want to sponsor us, somewhere available. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm sitting there, and nobody's around me, and I feel my ponytail just get tugged. Mm, that's right. And like, in like the same rhythm. It sounds so weird, but like in the same rhythm, like my dad used to just like yank it, just like to be playful. Yeah, that's what that's what dad. Yeah, said. it was it was so, but it was so like non-threatening. It was so it was so clearly him, um, and it was so clearly like a. I, I'm here, you know, uh, but like in a kind, nice way. And I, I think that's like one of the best ones because it's like such a sweet, like it's little such a thing. Genuine, yeah, genuine thing for him to do, just to, to yeah. let you know that it's definitely him. Yeah, because like nobody else would do that. Like that's that's his thing. He was like his little thing, you know. So it was it was cute. Um, but yeah, like I, I've always loved ghost stories, and we've always loved beer together. Which is That's why true. we created this um, show. One of the things that it that always happens when we hang out is we always end up at our favorite restaurant. Our favorite restaurant. Feel free to sponsor us, Carl yeah. Strauss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we always uh, end up drinking beer and having Brussels sprouts and talking about serial killers and ghosts. Yeah, yeah. We always split food. We always go together. We'll split yeah. food. We always get lots of beer. Yeah. I think my favorite. Uh, a uh, thing that we did at Carl Strauss was Oktoberfest. Oh, yes. Giant. Well, they weren't even, they were more than 32 ounces, weren't they? I don't even, I, they were these, I, they were huge they were classes. They were October, Oktoberfest style steins. Yeah. And uh, we were drinking those, and I guess the women across the bar didn't like it that we were out drinking them in beer. Yeah, they so were they drinking, they were drinking Haterade, and we were drinking beer. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of how this whole thing came about. Um, when was the first time we had beer together? Oh my god, I don't even know. It couldn't have been Carl Strauss. No, it's it? definitely not Carl Strauss. It was probably either like a party, like a random party. Yeah, that could be. I'm sure or we just talk about it at some point. Or when we went, to, or various times that we go to Harry Potter Land. <laughs> I think that's how we got into Carl Strauss in the first place. Yes. Not that like I've I had their beer before. I had never actively gone out of my way to go to a Carl Strauss, but we we love Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. We have a thing for Harry Potter. Truth, truth. My car's named Bill Weasley. That is true. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's been a whole thing for us. So we have, we have passes. So we go together, and we just have girls' days. And being the drunk that I am, I always recommend that we go to Carl Strauss. Most and people bail. And not me. <laughs> Being the drunk that I am, I say, aye, aye, sir. <laughs> yeah, so we always go. So much so that, like, we'll even get out of production sometimes and make a, a whole trip, a whole adventure to go to Carl Strauss together. It's true. Uh, recently, we did a short film together for the AT&T Create-A-Thon, and we, where'd we end up? 
oh, we ended up at Carl Strauss. And then we ended up getting ridiculous drinks next door at Many Monster or something like that. It was insane. I couldn't remember. Somebody asked me where we had gone (laughs) on Instagram. And I was just like, we went to Universal. And they're like, yeah, duh. And I was like, oh, I don't know the place. (laughs) Just look down at Universal. Look up light bulb drink. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah, that was that was my bad. <laughs> well, it was it was good. It's called I think it's called Mini Monster, um, but yeah. So we've had a lot of conversations about ghosts. Um, I there's so many ghost places on my list that you've actually gone to. <laughs> Go on. Um, have you actually done the Queen Mary though? I want I, I kind of want to talk about the Queen Mary because I have my view of what the Queen, I have my view of the Queen Mary in the Winchester House. And other people ha- are always like, it's the most haunted place ever. Okay, well, that's not true. It's not <laughs> the most haunted place ever. You don't get to rank places by most haunted. Right. Um, and I don't actually get that much from Queen Mary. When I was younger, I felt like I did a little bit. But like since I, I recently, last year, stayed there and I felt very little. How about you? What do you think about the Queen Mary? I haven't had the blessing to investigate the Queen Mary. Mm. Um, Hilariously, I have been there as a makeup artist to do makeup for a wedding (laughs) uh, for this really sweet couple who I met through the paranormal field, which is why they were having their wedding in the Queen Mary. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, Super, super sweet couple. But I was doing makeup, and we, we definitely looked uh, my best friend that I was talking about was with me. She, she's a wedding planner on the side. And so wow. she just showed up and was like, I guess I'll plan your wedding. Last day, here we are. <laughs> and then uh, last second, they were like, we overinvited. Uh, can you not come to the wedding? And we're like, oh, okay, I guess we're going to go check out the Queen Mary. Oh, no. <laughs> Which, it, it was fine. It worked out me in because her and I, you know, ran around trying to find things. Unfortunately, found nothing. Um, I think a part of that, though, is it's like you have to think of these these hauntings as a zoo, right? Sometimes you go to the zoo and all the animals are hiding in their caves because it's hot out or it's daytime or it's just during the time that they're having a nap. Yeah. And it's always it's always hard because you can't just make a ghost come out to play. True. I, I spend a lot of time on the Queen Mary. I, I, I cover events there a lot. And um this is the first time I actually stayed there, and I stayed there with an expert on the Queen Mary. So he took us to little nooks and crannies and told us all the stories. And the fun thing about uh, the Queen Mary's haunted harbor, um, dark harbor, is that everything is supposed to be based on a myth or a story that happened in the ship. Okay, that's so. Really like awesome. every everything that that you go there for Halloween and they scare you is based on something that allegedly happened on the ship. One of the, the the most disastrous things about going with an expert is that he dispels so much of that. <laughs> oh, of course. Right? Um, and then he tells you, like, what's different about the ship. Oh, and the ship, that part of the ship wasn't there anymore. Or it's been replaced. Or it's been that. Oh, no. You know. It ruins the magic. It does kind of ruin like the magic. at Disneyland. Yeah, it is. And then, then, but then the cool thing was that he took us to, like, secret little corridors and, like, um, you know, we, we explored... Uh, like places that normal guests aren't allowed to. And we, I didn't really feel or see anything, but I do vividly remember all my times as a kid, vividly experiencing things there. And so it's weird 
when that happens, I feel. No, it definitely is. And it's always kind of disappointing. And I think that's yeah. why we, we point out the fact that it's so weird to us. Yeah. Because we're just so expected to have these things yeah. happen. And then we're just like, what do you mean nothing happened? That's weird. Yeah. And Which usually, yeah. And usually I'm such a sponge. Like if something's going to happen, like it's like going to walk up to me and do it. It wants to, it like does. Like I'm just like this human empathetic sponge and it's like, Hey, slap. <laughs> she looks fun to mess with. Yeah, let's mess with her. That's usually how it goes. And nothing happened to me at the Queen Mary and nothing's ever happened in the many, many, many trips I've been to Winchester. And that's so disappointing to me. <laughs> I feel like maybe you just need like the right setting. Sometimes maybe. that's what it takes. Like I went I went to several different locations that are meant to be massively haunted with nothing. And it was boring. And then we find out later that something happened. I think there's a, a location I went to years ago where we were there all night. I mean, all night. We stayed over. We slept in the beds of this location. And nothing happened. And I was so bored. Mm-hmm. And it was just awful. I mean, the, it was cool to be there. Beautiful, beautiful place. Awesome history. No activity. And it turns out we got some of the greatest EVPs and photos that we'd ever gotten. <laughs> That's crazy. At that location. So it's really funny how sometimes the spirit will pop out at you in a different way that you just didn't catch. That's and 100% was, true, yeah. Our, my, my favorite photo that I've ever had, ever of a spirit, came from that location. And I had no idea because nothing was happening the whole time. That You know, that is true. Like, my mom is from New Orleans, and um, on one of her trips back, she went to one of the, you know, most haunted plantations and nothing, nothing happened, right? Nothing happened. Then she develops her film. And in this Does mirror... Does still use film? Well, this was, this was quite a bit ago. Oh, it's so sweet. <laughs> no, no, she uses her phone. I see her using film. <laughs> but this was years ago, um, like before Katrina, actually. Um, like oh, just wow. before Katrina. So she was taking pictures and then she developed the film and in the mirror was just this this, like, entity just kind of looks like it's crawling out the mirror. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, yeah. And it was a Lori, uh, the Lori plantation. I don't know oh, if you I guys... Always wanted to go there. Yeah, so if you know anything about that, it's one of the creepiest uh, stories uh, about, like, a mad doctor who took slaves and put them into... Uh, cut them into pieces and made them into, like, different creatures. And if any place on Earth is haunted, that would have the most reason. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the start of the story, like of the story of how they got caught was a girl did a young girl didn't want to have that happen to her. So she jumped off the roof in the middle of a party. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's how people were like, why did she now, jump off the roof? <laughs> did you call her LaLaurie or LaLaurie? Yeah, I think it's LaLaurie, but maybe you're uh, saying I have no idea. Either way. Was she the one that had the slaves as well that she would torture? Mm-hmm. Was it her? Yeah. Yeah. And then she actually Definitely left her seen. children. Oh, wait. When they I got... Feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like I know that, but don't. Yeah, when they got caught, um, the husband and wife took off and they left oh, their kids. that's right. Yeah, and they were never found. Can you imagine? That's like, unfortunately, the perfect crime. Yeah, it is. Um, and it's funny because, like, uh, so I feel like, uh, what was it, um, Ryan Murphy touched on, uh, did a character based on her? He did, yeah, that's right. He uh, he covered it a bit. Completely not the way it happened at all, yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely different. Uh, she, I think she had more kids in it, and she was 
very hands on with the kids, and by the time the kids were that age, she was she was gone. So well, that and the spoiler for a show that came out. Of yeah, a bunch I mean, of years bunch ago. Of years ago. But the, they had the kids die in the show, didn't they? They did. Yeah, and that's not what happened in the history at all. I mean, most of the. I mean, they they had another famous. Um, like a voodoo priestess that was is very famous in New Orleans, and they had her like in a modern. It was it was all over the they place. They changed the lore. I mean, yeah. what he did was still fun. Um, oh God, that that was probably one of my favorites of his. It was oh, it was one hundred percent my favorite. And then they followed it up with that ghost one that didn't work at all. The Which one that was one? like a reality show about Roanoke, Roanoke Island. Oh, was it? Was that about ghosts? I I. I got maybe an episode in and got real bored. I got bored during, uh, was it Circus or Carnival? No, oh, Freak Show. Freak Show. And I I felt bad because a friend of mine was in that show, and I was only watching it because she was in it. But, man, I was bored out of my mind. See, and so I stopped watching it because a friend of mine is in the show, and it was creeping me out. He was creeping me out. Oh. <laughs> well, that's way Ob- opposite, opposite direction. I was like, I don't want to see you in your tidy whities no more. <laughs> that's kind of amazing. Stop. <laughs> That's the LA life, I guess. It is, it is. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, like, I, I don't mind them changing the lore, but um, Roanoke was a documentary about a reenactment series. Oh. So it was like a, it was a family that lived in the house and that experienced this, and then the reenactors. Oh, that's too much. Yeah, so then, so then, so then the reenactors go back and they experience the stuff in the house, and so then it's about them. And so much, it was like so much. It was like, uh, so the main actors got the yeah. It's kind of like how Ghost Facers was on Supernatural. Did you, did you ever see that? No, Supernatural it was a really fun show. I actually got to to meet the Ghost Facers guys, but Ghost Facers were very obviously trying to make fun of like ghost hunters and ghost adventures, and it was always really funny. Like they were just like the paranormal investigators. And they, I felt like they, they broke the fourth wall a lot with stuff like that because they would be recording for their show while on Supernatural. Oh, so they have their own show. So it was Supernatural, the TV show. Right. And it was these two paranormal investigators, and that's who they played on the show. Oh. And they were making a show about ghost hunting. Wow, I it was, it was fun. That's interesting. That's really cool. I I mean, I don't hate that concept because was, then you can watch fun. so much more content. <laughs> it you didn't get to see a lot of their stuff. Um, they were definitely like a special guest kind of kind of mm. group. Uh, but actually, I got to investigate with them as like a real thing, which made it even funnier. So that's that was awesome. that's something that I always really loved. We were supposed to do a panel together a few years ago, but the coordinator didn't tell us about the panel. So we all missed it. That's really weird. It would have been so cool. Ghost Hunters and Ghost Facers, like the fake TV show Ghost Facers. That would have been so That would have been so amazing. Never happened. Make that panel happen again. Because, well, Comic-Con's coming up, and we'll definitely be, most likely we'll be at HopCon because uh, we love beer, uh, schedule permitting. Um, But we'll be around Comic-Con, and we totally want to do some ghost activities uh, at Comic-Con. So maybe tweet us out some ideas about, like, ghosts in San Diego. We'd love to hear some ghost stories in San Diego and maybe check them out while we're out there. Um, You can tweet at us at at Bruce and Booze. 
Um, those are both with S's. Um, and we'd love to hear your San Diego stories because I'm sure there's some like oh, great ones. Um, and I'm just, as much as I've been to San Diego, I don't, I don't know a lot of them. I know the breweries. I've got that portion of the Bruce Bruce covered. <laughs> See, she's the beer specialist for a reason. <laughs> I always thought I was a ghost specialist, but now I just don't know. <laughs> it's just so confusing. It's, just, it's a really <laughs> weird life that I live. I mean, that the card's going to be interesting. You know, your business card for this? Oh, I have to have so many different business cards because one time I put all of my things onto one card and it looked like I was a character actor. Like... It wasn't even cute. It wasn't even a nice card. It was just like, oh, she can't choose. She doesn't know what she wants. That girl. She don't know what she wants. It now you're going to have to add beer specialist to that. Yeah. And it just it didn't work. Yeah. Well, yeah, so for sure tweet us out some stuff about San Diego because we're totally interested in bringing this show on the road. And, oh, and and to you guys. Um, and suggest beers. Uh, we're always up for trying something new. Um I will even try an IPA. She might try an IPA. I, I will try an IPA for the show. And it sounds like I'll probably drink the rest of it. So please do. <laughs> I don't mind that. That doesn't bother me at all. Um, we're going to post pictures of the, the beers and stuff we drink too. So like, give us your Instagram tag or your Twitter tra- tag. And we'll be happy to tag you on there and, and thank you for the suggestion. Um, we just really want to bring the community of, of brews and booze together because it's it's a fun thing and I think we can do a lot with it and we love hearing ghost stories we love trying new beers and I think the the two of those things together could could come up really well yeah and um like tweet at us or text us or not text us tweet at us or email <laughs> us your local scares because uh we want to hear them hashtag local scares <laughs> one i like it (laughs) awesome well where can people find you where can people find me um i'm ashley trobe across the board so anything you look online you'll be able to find me that's ashley t-r-o-u-b um you can find me anywhere i'm very active on facebook and instagram she's socially active i am anti-socially active (laughs) because it's all on social media i'm not actually socially active (laughs) Um, you can find me at Anastasia W on Twitter at Anastasia Wash on Instagram because I'm not cool enough to have the same name. Um, <laughs> and on my YouTube, Anastasia TV. Now, where where can uh, our upcoming fans find us for the podcast? So we will be on Podbean, and um, and by default, we will also be on iTunes and eventually Stitcher. Yes. Okay. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so be sure to follow us on all the Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Podbean and subscribe and rate us. Please subscribe and rate and share with your friends. And if you are into paranormal investigating, this was our intro episode, so we just got to kind of know us a little bit. But it's going to get spooky. It's going to get spookily, yo. (laughs) So spooky and sparkly from the beers. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you guys and happy hunting. Thank you so much.